Trust in our Bill of Rights is the freedom to hear uncensored ideas and opinions, to think your own thoughts, and to say what's on your mind. We couldn't have liberty without it. Now, more than ever, it's good to spout off, to listen, debate, and participate. Here's your host of Spouting Off, commentator, columnist, and all-around rabble-rouser, Karen Cataline. Well, welcome to Spouting Off. Um, <laughs> you know, there was a time when doing talk radio, you had to scramble for topics. You don't have to do that anymore. I haven't had to do that in years because there is so much going on and so much of it is related to so much else. We have some tremendous guests today. Uh, a little later in the program, we're going to have Daniel Greenfield, one of the best writers uh, out there writing. He's not only great in his content and his thinking, but he's prolific too. Sometimes people don't have quantity, quality, they have quantity. Well, Daniel Greenfield has both quality and quantity. You can read him every day at frontpagemag.com, and we'll I'll tell you more about him later. I have a wonderful guest after the first break, but I have a chance to spout off right now. And remember, spouting off is a good thing. Uh, it has gotten a bad reputation, but in these days, spouting off means you say what's on your mind uncensored. Uh, people are so concerned about being diplomatic, which is fine that they forget to say what's on their mind and they censor themselves. Well, we most certainly have a, a group of people in Washington, D.C., namely the Democrat Party controlled by the hard left that wants us to censor ourselves by censoring us, punishing us for speech. Now, before I get uh, to the main idea, I just want to mention uh, right now, in Congress, we've got uh, the spendthrifts in Congress on both sides of the aisle uh, talking about spending another $40 billion, that's billion with a B, money for Ukraine. Uh, and thank God for people like True Blue uh, conservatives standing up and saying no, no, and absolutely not. Uh, we've got the America last philosophy here, and we're not going to go into the Ukraine war itself, but you can see how the propaganda media has been pushing and pushing and pushing only one view about this war, uh, which is Putin is Hit Hitler, God forbid, and Zelensky is Braveheart. Well, when they're pushing an absolutist view like that, you know it's time to ask questions. When they tell you you're not allowed to ask questions, that's when you ask questions. Now, I was thinking about this a little longer. So first off, we don't want $40 billion. They're spending us into oblivion. And so no, no, and absolutely not. Please call your congressman. Tell them you're watching them spend us into oblivion, and they need to hold the line on spending, and they need to hear from you. So please, if you would, do that and spout off about it as well. I was thinking about uh, how censorship used to be, anti-censorship used to be the domain of the left. And in fact, 
I even unearthed <laughs> something from Laugh-In. Uh, now, it's fascinating that Judy Carn, who was such a cute little thing, uh, she was so cute, and, and Laugh-In was an enormous hit. And, and here's a blast from the past, a little bit of satire against censorship, because after all, Laugh-In uh, was edgy at the time. Now it looks like romper room, but then it was pretty edgy. And uh, Laugh-In was always getting hampered by censors about their content. And this was a musical uh, uh, tribute to censorship. Obviously, the left was against it then. They're not now. Let's play a little of this speech with the musical behind it of Judy Carn telling us the joys of censorship. Kids, do you realize what life would be without the brave little band of censors? These dedicated few who protect you from naughty words, shield you from suggestive pictures, and guard you from the sight of the human body. Do you have even the slightest idea how they are constantly on the alert to ward off vulgarity, stamp out smut, and most of all, rid the world of sex and all that filth. As an unmarried good girl, I say all hail ye old censor. Hail to the society to which he has dedicated himself. This lonesome man, armed with but a tattered book of rules. A red pencil worn to the nub with his own moral fiber. Without support of court or government, he stands alone in the crosswalk of life, directing you, (laughs) me, and good people everywhere. Yeah, see what I'm saying there? You know, at one time, the left thought, and of course, we found out this wasn't true. uh, They had a monopoly. They were the leader on free speech. And just like rhetoric uh, having to do with freedom and body autonomy, their passionate rhetoric only applies to one thing. In this case, sex. So, uh, the left in those days, they equated anti-censorship with sex, sex, sex. I got no problem with sex, but that uh, is was disingenuous. Just like the idea of freedom and body autonomy, the passionate rhetoric of the left only applies to abortion, about nothing else. We've had that discussion. As a matter of fact, I had it this past week. Uh, you know, my body, my choice, but only, you only get to have an abortion. You do not get to be in charge of your own body or make different choices about really anything else. And they are 100% for censorship of ideas they simply don't like. Opposition, dissent, disobedience, individual thought, that today is all verboten. Now, if you had, if you and I and I was kind of a pre, pre-baby boomer at the time. I belie, I let you know that I am not a spring chicken. And that's okay. I'm kind of old school. And I remember laughing when it was hot and very popular. And I was a pre-baby boomer of sorts. If you warn people back then, which people didn't, that the left was being disingenuous. And that one day, one day maybe, I don't know, 40, 50 years later, they would be marching in goose step to all manner of censorship 
from the man that they hate so much, they would become the man and not just about sex, just and not just about uh, 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 sex alone. No, they would be censoring you not to disagree about gender surgeries for eight-year-olds or uh, pornography on grade school shelves is okay, but you better not disagree with teaching uh, teaching pornography to seven-year-olds, you know? Uh, but if you happen to have a different point of view, and you believe, as I do, that children's innocence needs to be protected and that boundaries and borders, but boundaries are things children, kids need and want. They desperately need boundaries to be protected from their parents, not from the government. Now, I think I have history on my side, and as as you and I both do, uh, there is a reason we don't and haven't uh, opened X-rated pornography films to seven-year-olds. We used to think that that was bad for their development, for their uh, developmental age appropriateness, shall we say. That used to be self-evident, but we're living in a time in which nothing, absolutely nothing is self-evident. So my point here simply is that the left wants you to believe that we were all born last Thursday. They have done about faces, not just on censorship, but about on women's rights, on everything that they told us they held dear. They did an about face on everything that they said they were more morally superior than we were. Uh, because remember the Me Too movement? That wasn't that long ago. Uh, their political passions are very much connected to whatever is their political need at the time. <laughs> Have you noticed that? It is like they could make a change on a dime. That's all they have to do is just uh, say, you know what? Just like uh, uh, another comedian, never mind. We are going to take a break and we're going to welcome our very first guest right after this. You're listening to Spouting Off. And we'll be right back. Stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. Hello, I'm Mike Bindell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. Every MyPillow is made with passion here in my home state of Minnesota to ensure you get the best sleep of your life. One of the things that I really like about MyPillow is the support. It gives my neck a little hug. I've never slept better in my life. What's better than a great night's sleep? Call or go online to take advantage of my best offer ever. For a limited time, when you use your promo code, you can get premium my pillows regularly $69.98, now only $29.98. With our 60-day money-back guarantee, you have nothing to lose. Sleep well, America! Call 1-800-867-0416 and use the promo code RAM, R-A-M. That's 1-800-867-0416 and use the promo code RAM. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. 
Do you have a secret that's been bothering you? Have you been wondering if what you're thinking or feeling is normal? Is there someone with whom you've needed to clear the air, but you haven't been able to find the right words? Maybe you need an objective opinion from someone other than one of your friends or family members. Ask Aunt Emma. She's a former therapist who will give you terrific advice. But whatever you decide to do is always up to you. That's right. Get anonymous, private, and confidential advice on matters of communication, love, and life. Find Ask Aunt Emma on Facebook or at liveadvice.com. That's facebook.com slash askandemma or go to liveadvice.com. And you can connect with Ask Aunt Emma directly at an affordable rate per minute. Ask Aunt Emma. The rest is up to you. People do some pretty cool things in their 40s and 50s. Why should saving for retirement be any different? I mean, they go back to college. Learn new instruments. Start skateboarding. Okay, maybe that one's not for everybody, but saving for retirement is. With aceyourretirement.org, you can get on track with your retirement savings no matter your age. Just have a three-minute chat with Avo, the friendly digital retirement coach from AARP. You'll get personalized recommendations based on your input that are easy to understand and work with your lifestyle. It's quick, easy, and free. Plus, it's sponsored by AARP, so you know they got your back. Gnarly move, Dad. Thanks, sweetie. So wherever you are in your retirement savings journey, head to aceyourretirement.org and start chatting with Avo today. That's aceyourretirement.org. A message from AARP and the Ad Council. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm-mm. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Karen Cataline got her parents to name her Karen before she was born so she could grow up to be a punchline. Now here's more Spouting Off with Karen Cataline. <laughs> Yes, yes, my name was Karen before it was cool <laughs> to be Karen. I was, and I people have actually asked me, are you going to change your name? Are you kidding me? Would I fold for that reason? My question is, you know, that's kind of a racist collectivist view. This is what passes for discourse today. I used to have a great uh uh, sense of humor. I, I I don't know how great it was, but I used to have a sense of humor about it. But uh, now I wonder if it means the 
a, a middle-aged white woman who complains a lot, why does it have anything to do with one's race? If they decided to make fun of the name Shaniqua, for example, would that be racist? Well, you better believe it would in the uh, uh, race-obsessed view of the left. Uh, we're going to have to reschedule our guest, I suspect. Uh, meanwhile, I was looking at my newsfeed this morning, and somebody sent me something that was just, just a an assault upon assault upon assault. I ask you, ladies and gentlemen, is there anything that the current left in power does not want to control? in your life. Is there anything other than, as we said uh, a little bit ago, other than abortion and pornography in which they want to run rampant no matter how old you are, um, and they do want to force the leftist view upon you on whatever is uh, the issue of the day, but is there anything they're willing to say other than abortion? You know, that's none of our business. It is amazing and brazen for them to say, you know, this is an issue, a personal, private issue between a woman and her doctor when they turn right around in the next breath and say that they should have control not only about, as we've said too many times, uh, what drugs you put in your body, what food you put in your body, what vaccines you put in your body but also how you move from place to place. There's a reason the lockdowns were so popular with the left, and they pushed them and pushed them and pushed them. If you still believe it was about the government wanting to protect you from a 99.8786% non-lethal virus, and we do uh, uh, mourn the loss of people who really did die of COVID, many of them at the hands of the government by putting uh, sending COVID to the most vulnerable populations in nursing homes. We've got to say that. I just did. But what about their desire to control whether you can move from place to place at all? The Biden administration recently signed into law, this is hard to believe, a requirement that all vehicles produced after 2026 be fitted with a remote kill switch. Now, I thought this was not an executive order that already happened, but wait a minute. Now, I heard not too long ago that the technocracy was actually selling people on the idea that you could track people who had Alzheimer's. And, oh, wasn't that a good thing to protect people? Because, you know, Alzheimer's people, people with Alzheimer's who suffer from that, wander. And so uh, now they could put something right under their skin to make sure that we could track patients of Alzheimer's uh, uh, so that they wouldn't wander and we wouldn't lose track of them. As soon as I saw that, they were selling that idea. I said, (laughs) it won't be long before they're tracking you and me. And because they already are. So now the Biden administration and the person I call, I call him the uh, presidential potted plant, Joe Biden, because I maybe he needs one of those uh, 
tracking devices on him because he does wander. You can watch him do it in the Rose Garden. He gets lost. He doesn't know where he is. Whomever is directing the Biden administration wanted them to plant and require a kill switch on vehicles, electrical vehicles, which they want to make it so you can't even drive a regular vehicle anymore, a uh, a vehicle with a combustion engine, now internal combustion engine. I know enough. I know about as much about the internal combustion engine as the man in the moon. My husband and I have this shorthand, by the way, when it's something that is totally out of my wheelhouse, that's a pun, we just say carburetor, and then we know, you know what? I'm not going to understand the combustion engine. I'll let you in on a little secret. Just because this is so depressing a topic about the government wanting to track us and have a skill switch so that if you drive too far away from your home, uh, somewhere, someplace, a third party could kill your vehicle and make it inoperable. Now, why in the world would our government want to do that if it weren't to control and manipulate and tell you where you can go and where you can't go and if you can go at all? Uh, That's the reason these topics are so interrelated, because if we didn't see a pattern of behavior of the radical left that is moving towards Marxism, not only in this country, but around the world in formerly free countries, formerly free places around the globe, most of them in the West, then it wouldn't, it wouldn't make as much sense. But eventually you have to look at patterns. You have to look at patterns of behavior. Has this bunch had any credibility whatsoever that they have brackets around how much power they're going to grab from you and me? Heck no, they are not going to put brackets around that at all. As a matter of fact, they are moving to increase their power. What I was about to say is that something you may not know, see, I always come back to it. Something you may not know is that my husband is a trucker. He teaches a commercial driver's license he, he teaches young people and people of all ages to get commercial driver's licenses. And he used to say to me long ago, because I didn't know anything about truckers till I met my dear husband, that uh, truckers are invisible. Well, after they became the leaders in fighting for liberty in Canada, they are no longer invisible. We now know that truckers are unbelievably essential to the supply chain, because just about everything you get comes by truck. So you tell me, has the radical left been interested in transportation, in manipulating what you drive, where you drive, if you can drive, and what kind of vehicle you can drive? And so, huh, in in 20, boy, I'm a little behind the times, 2026, They should be fitted with a remote kill switch so that uh, they go in the back door of allowing the government to shut your vehicle off remotely. How about that? So 
I don't know, maybe the next lockdown, because now we know that the CDC spent over a half a million dollars to uh, uh, be able to track you through your cell phone, whether or not you were complying with the lockdowns. Now, why would they be so in love with lockdowns? These are the questions we now know. Cui bono, who benefits? Well, they benefit because all of this goes towards the massive move, so much alliteration here, (laughs) the massive move towards Marxism that is being imposed on this country by the radical left. So keep a watch on that. No, no, and absolutely not. Uh, We're going to take a short break here from spouting off. Stay with us. We will welcome Daniel Greenfield when we get back on Spouting Off. Are you tired of the same old snacks? Looking for something a little healthier than that bag of chips or candy bar? Even your average bag of trail mix these days is little more than peanuts, raisins, and candy-coated chocolate. Not very healthy, is it? Allow me to introduce you to White Mountain Munchies. Made from 100% all-natural ingredients, White Mountain Munchies combines unique flavors with nutritional value that will tingle your taste buds and strengthen and sustain your overall health and wellness. Eating good never tasted so good. From Maggie's Maple Madness to Hannah's Heavenly Harvest, Grayson's Getaway Goodies, and our limited edition Christmas blend, Jacoby's Jolly Jumble, White Mountain Munchies offers nutritious and delicious snacks that the whole family is sure to love. Pick yours up now through our easy-to-use online store at whitemountainmunchies.com. White Mountain Munchies, non-GMO when you're on the go. Share healthcare, how can I help? Help, I missed the deadline. Um, what deadline? The healthcare deadline. I'm locked out. We don't have any deadlines at Share Healthcare. You can enroll with us at any time. Oh, but can I afford it? Share healthcare programs start at one forty nine a month. Less than five dollars a day. Can I keep my doctor? Absolutely. Pick your own doctor and hospital. Amazing. How do I join? Just visit sharehealthcare.com. Sharehealthcare.com. Hey, so what's a great way to spread awareness that driving high is illegal everywhere? A catchy song, of course. You can run or you can't drive high. Friendly reminder, don't drive high. If you feel different, you drive different. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. The Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council present the story of Tom and Levi. Tom is the smartest man I know. He's been a professor at two major universities, been a teacher for over 40 years. One day, he told me that he was having um, problems in his classes. I think one of the students had asked the question and he didn't remember the answer. And I also noticed that he was letting his class out earlier than they were supposed to let out. And he was telling them that he was doing it as a favor to them. But I think in reality, he just wanted to get out of there. Um, I was really starting to worry because I saw something was wrong. Levi and I talked about how it would change our lives. But he was there beside me. And my love for him was just immense. When something feels different, 
It could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash stories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Wouldn't it be great if life came with remote control? You know, you could hit pause when you needed to, or hit rewind. Like that time you knocked down that wasp's nest. Uh-oh. Or that time you forgot to roll up your windows in the car wash. Fantastic. Yeah, a remote control would have come in handy then. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome. But pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes like managing your weight, getting active, stopping smoking, and eating healthier, you can stop pre-diabetes before it leads to type 2 diabetes. It's easy to learn your risk. Take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Life doesn't come with a remote control. So you're on your own with the wasps. You have the power to take control of pre-diabetes. Visit doihaveprediabetes.org today. That's doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. Your daughter doesn't want to talk about why her room is a horrible mess. Your son doesn't want to talk about why he's wearing mismatching socks. Your spouse doesn't want to talk about their bad haircut. Families don't have to talk about everything, but they should talk to plan for an emergency. Pack basic supplies in a go bag, water, canned food, flashlights, batteries, medical supplies, IDs, and some cash. Talk about where you'll meet in case you lose one another. And of course, don't forget to pack the dog treats. Talk to your family and make an emergency plan. Go to nyc.gov slash readyny or call 311 to make your family's emergency plan. Brought to you by New York City Emergency Management and the Ad Council. Karen Cataline puts the Judeo in Judeo-Christian. Now back to Spouting Off. Well, welcome back here to Spouting Off. I am always pleased to have with us, um, in my opinion, one of the greatest writers writing today. And uh, as mentioned earlier, he is not only uh, uh, provides quality, but quantity. He is prolific. His name is Daniel Greenfield, very well known. Shulman Journalism Fellow at the David Horowitz Freedom Center. He writes for Front Page Magazine its blog, The Point, and then he has his own blog, wonderful name, Sultan Kanish, uh, everything from Islamic terrorism in Argentina to leftist politics in America. Oh, and one other thing he wears is a badge of courage, a hate group of one by the Southern Poverty Law Center. Welcome, Daniel Greenfield, to Spouting Off. Thank you for having me back. Well, it's always good to talk to you, and your stuff is amazing. Uh, you know, I for you to put out this much content and this much quality is, uh, yeah, I'm glad you're on our side, Daniel, that's for sure. Let's start with your, uh, one of your latest pieces, which I just love because it gets to the heart of the matter, only internet fascism can save democracy. And it has a lot to do with um, our 
President 44 saying what a purist he is about free speech. And then he goes on to tell us how ideas and and words are dangerous. Uh, Tell us about this piece and uh, a little bit more about it. People have probably heard about the so-called Disinformation Governance Board that's going to fight disinformation through homeland security. Uh, this is an argument that's been made by the Obama administration, now the Biden administration, which really have the same people behind the scenes, that we are endangered by people disagreeing with the left, with the Democrats. And Obama came forward to make the same argument. And the speech, you know, he, every few months he pops out from wherever he's golfing or vacationing to do this big, high-profile speech. In this case, this was about the dangers of disinformation, and he claimed that you could not have democracy um, if you have just different dissenting ideas. So you need to stamp out this information. Otherwise, people will distrust the government, and apparently you can't have democracy if you distrust the government, which is a position that the Democratic People's Republic of Korea, or otherwise known as North Korea, would completely agree with. If you can't have democracy without eliminating free speech, then, well, democracy is basically uh, totalitarian tyranny. Hmm. And uh, for someone as bright as you, and you are, to live with and watch and do commentary on this constant twisting of what words mean. They now tell us that democracy means government control. <laughs> Freedom means uh, uh, putting pornography on, on the shelves of public school libraries, grade school libraries, but you it's perfectly okay to censor Dr. Seuss and Mr. Potato Head. Um, It's the twisting of words that these people want to tell us what they mean. Uh, (laughs) Do you get frustrated, Daniel Greenfield, about having to, before you even begin to write, to write the, the misinformation that they're putting out as to what words mean? It is a very key point, and it is a war on language. The the left begins winning its wars by changing what words mean, by changing the definitions of the most basic concepts. And so, you know, that's the first part, is you have to push back on these lies, on their attempts to hijack the language. And this is something we see all around us. They take people who are uh, mentally ill on drugs, and they claim there's a homeless crisis because housing isn't cheap enough. Uh, They will take men and insist that they are women. They go after our ability to process reality by going after language. And so the first place to fight back is to actually assert the basic thing, which is the meaning of words, it's the meaning of language, and that is where truth comes from. Mm-hmm. And I want to delve a little deeper into this first piece that you wrote. Uh, you've graciously agreed to spend a little time with us so we can, uh, well, as we say, delve a little bit. To You write, to Obama, the threat to a democracy doesn't come from government power, but the lack of it. I mean, what a, what a, a simply and beautifully put sentence. Talk about that, if you would. So this is really the basic debate that we're having in the country uh, between the constitutional understanding, which is that power comes from the people, and it uh, comes from limiting the powers of government. Uh, You don't have freedom unless you limit the power of government, whereas to the left, um, which is now increasingly just taken over the Democrats, uh, you need to have government to protect your freedoms. Otherwise, how are you going to be free unless you have all these government regulations? So to them, this is a very basic argument about the meaning of freedom, 
And, you know, this is a familiar one. We've had it throughout the 20th century, certainly. Uh, it goes to the basic um, issue of do we want to live as individuals? Do we want to have control over our lives? Do we want to hand over that control to um, a system that was going to keep us free by protecting us from, um, uh, well, speech that is hurtful, uh, that is going to protect us from uh, people having different opinions and so on and so forth. And, you know, we're in the era where speech is violence, where having different opinions makes it impossible to have any kind of free country. Thus, we have to give up our freedoms in order to be free, and this is obviously makes uh, no sense. This is Orwell's freedom of slavery, slavery is freedom. Yeah, yeah. And um, I've been saying for a long time that when you claim that violence is speech and speech is violence. Uh, you're right into, I think I'm going to go here, Daniel Greenfield, because we both happen to be uh, members of the tribe. And one of the best ways that I have even been able to understand this and to even cope with it, frankly, is to make references or to, to look at our holiday of Purim. Purim is about the twisting of truth that things are not what they appear. And uh, and thank God, also, just when you think all is lost, uh, things happen that turn things right side up. I, I want to talk about this in the context of claiming that somehow we need fascism to protect us from fascism, which is a preposterous notion, and ask you, do you, this is speculation, Daniel, but do you believe that a lot of the people who are actually putting out these ideas, many of them march in goose step together, that they even believe uh, what they're saying and that it's not a means to an end simply for more Marxism? Do you understand what I'm getting at there? Yeah. I mean, there are people at the top who understand the game they're playing. They're the ones who make the bad faith arguments. And people just in many cases repeat things that are not true because they don't really want to think about them. They don't think about them. And, you know, this is the world we live in. People see a trend on social media. They jump on it, even when it makes no sense. If you point out there's something wrong with that, they will, of course, attack you because, mm. again, uh, people are discouraged from actually thinking about what words mean, what ideas mean, what principles there are. And if you get away from that, then all you've got is this kind of... Um, mindless uh, joining the mob. And this is what we saw in Nazi Germany and the Soviet Union. People would just join and chant along, and what they were doing made no sense, but it didn't matter because um, you had to join the group. Yeah. Well, and there's nothing new under the sun. We're seeing the same tactics. And yet, people who understand what's happening, they're not falling for uh, the line, the company line, this is what this means, and just follow us and all will be well. People who understand that have what I call the curse of awareness, Daniel. The curse of awareness. They know what's happening, but the level of frustration, your level of frustration must be immense <laughs> because you see through it like many, many people are, are growing to see through it more and more. And yet we never see any accountability. We never see people held accountable for the lies they tell. I know in your writing, you do your best to do that. But are there other ways that we can uh, attempt to uh, uh, push for some accountability here? Otherwise, we're going to lose the country. I mean, this is a multi-front war. It's important to remember that. For some people, it's only just about elections. And it's, elections are obviously important, but it's not just about elections. 
Uh, we have to fight this on a variety of fronts, which means, uh, yes, I mean, the political organizations are important, but just even what we do in our personal lives, uh, the way we talk, the way we think, um, we have to resist just going along um, with things that are lies. Um, we should absolutely resist that. And um, the decisions that we just make in our everyday lives, the things that we buy, um, the way that we interact with family members, I mean, all those are factors because, you know, the left depends on uh, penetration. It depends on getting in all the way and just having everybody echo it. And when you just don't do that, you're already uh, engaging in resistance. Uh, we've seen this in communist countries and various dictatorships. Um, people could not even speak openly necessarily, but they could do things privately. Um, they could, at the very least, dissent and refuse to go along. And, you know, that is also important. It's, we should not undervalue that. It's, uh, it, boy, is that ever true? I mean, you, we've heard people say there's more of us than there are of them. And so in an ironic way, we are acting somewhat collectively in order to defy this uh, move towards Marxism. Uh, Daniel Greenfield is going to stay with us for uh, another portion of our last segment. You're listening to Spouting Off. Stay with us for more after this. Do you have a secret that's been bothering you? Have you been wondering if what you're thinking or feeling is normal? Is there someone with whom you've needed to clear the air, but you haven't been able to find the right words? Maybe you need an objective opinion from someone other than one of your friends or family members. Ask Aunt Emma. She's a former therapist who will give you terrific advice. But whatever you decide to do is always up to you. That's right. Get anonymous, private, and confidential advice on matters of communication, love, and life. Find Ask Aunt Emma on Facebook or at liveadvice.com. That's facebook.com slash askandemma or go to liveadvice.com. And you can connect with Ask Aunt Emma directly at an affordable rate per minute. Ask Aunt Emma. The rest is up to you. Hello, I'm Mike Bendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. Every MyPillow is made with passion here in my home state of Minnesota to ensure you get the best sleep of your life. One of the things that I really like about MyPillow is the support. It gives my neck a little hug. I've never slept better in my life. What's better than a great night's sleep? Call or go online to take advantage of my best offer ever. For a limited time, when you use your promo code, you can get premium my pillows regularly $69.98, now only $29.98. With our 60-day money-back guarantee, you have nothing to lose. Sleep well, America! Call 1-800-867-0416 and use the promo code RAM, R-A-M. That's 1-800-867-0416 and use the promo code RAM. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Look through your children's eyes and you'll see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure in pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. When they discover the forest, their imagination is inspired by the smell of pine, the crunch of leaves beneath their feet, the sound of birds calling out for attention. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating forest world. You are the hero in this book. 
This is a memory being made. This is what they will laugh about years from now. These are the roots, grounding and nourishing them. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Then look through your children's eyes and discover the magic all around you. That's discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Put a frog in a pot of boiling water and it'll jump right out. But put a frog in a pot of cool water and slowly heat it up, that frog will boil. As a metaphor for us and all that we go through as veterans, it's a story that rings true. We learn to endure the heat in silence. We apply what we learn to life, the bills, the job, the family, things we're expected to handle with ease. When life heats up around us, we just try to stay afloat. We let the water boil. Reaching out isn't easy, but you've never been interested in easy. You join because you are not afraid of hard work. You are not a frog. If you or a veteran you know needs support, don't wait until the water boils. Reach out. Find resources at va.gov slash reach. That's va.gov slash reach. Brought to you by the United States Department of Veterans Affairs and the Ad Council. What is dedication? I am the father of a nine-year-old little girl and a six-year-old little boy. And I find fatherhood both relentlessly challenging and relentlessly rewarding. My daughter is biological and my son is adopted. I love them both so much. From the morning when you wake up to putting them to bed at night and every moment in between, it really is so special. And boy, is it exhausting. One thing that I fear about being a parent is the future for my children. I think a parent's job is to protect our children, but also prepare them for the world so they become good, kind human beings. But I'm also hopeful that the future holds a more inclusive and compassionate world for them. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Sign up for Karen's newsletter and read her columns at KarenCataline.com. Now back to Spouting Off with Karen Cataline. This is indeed Spouting Off, and I'm your host, Karen Cataline. Always glad to have you with us. We are talking with uh, a, a spectacular writer, and I don't use those words too often, but I love reading his stuff, and I'm going to encourage you to do the same. You can either go to sultankanish.com or danielgreenfield.org or go over to frontpagemag.com, David Horowitz's great site. Thank you for staying with us as we wrap up this program, Daniel Greenfield. Uh, My pleasure. Great. Um, So there's a logical progression (laughs) from censorship which I contend, if, if you have to censor dissent and debate, you must be pushing a lie. That's my general feeling. I don't know if you agree with that. And you wrote a piece for Front Page Mag, which is right on point. You know, the, the left is very uh, selective as to what it decides you are and are not allowed to have dissent about. If you want to dissent about, uh, uh, you know, hamburgers right now, that's okay. But if you want to say there's only two genders, you can't. 
So you wrote a piece called Saving the Birthing People from Having to Birth. That's at frontpagemag.com. Do you agree that they're selectively shutting down dissent on only the lies that they want us to believe, such as, oh, I don't know, 57 genders? Your thoughts, Daniel Greenfield. No, absolutely. There are double standards all across the board, none of which make a lot of sense. Uh, these show you the current article I'm writing, uh, working on, uh, uh, suing the um, in a civil rights lawsuit filed by women who had been sexually assaulted in prison by men who were transferred in. And the ACLU claimed in the following that there is really no such thing as men as a class and women as a class. Yet at the same time, the ACLU also runs the Women's Rights Project. So no. it denies that women exist in court, and at the same right. time, it fundraises office. We're protecting the rights of women. So the thing about the left to understand is that the, what the left wants is power above all else. All the arguments are just a way of getting there. They're just means to an end. It's like the car salesman. You go in, and he will say absolutely anything to get you to buy the car. Uh, this is pretty much the left. So the arguments mm-hmm. themselves are inconsistent, uh, but they have an end in mind. Uh, but if you actually try to break them down and analyze them, you'll see there's a ton of hypocrisy and consistency and contradictions. Exactly. And again, for any thinking human being, how is it possible to be such a, a, a champion of women's rights and to make everything a feminist issue when they can't even define woman anymore, as we well know? Uh, a woman on the Supreme Court says you need a biologist to define what a woman is. Tell us about this piece of birthing people from having to birth. Well, the Democrats have reduced women to basically one thing, abortion. That's the only topic they really want to talk about. And, of course, they deny that women even exist. Everyone can become pregnant now, they say, so there are no women anymore. There are birthing people. There are, um, women are entirely reduced to birthing, and what do the Democrats want to do for these birthing people? They want to keep them from birthing, which, you know, entirely uh-huh. uh, having reduced women to just birthing, uh, they want to eliminate the birthing also. You know, talk about a war on women. It really is. And of course, they're ignoring the possibility that the vaxes themselves on which they forced on an entire country is wreaking havoc with reproduction. Do you subscribe to the notion? And I kind of is coming out of nowhere, Daniel. Uh, We hear more and more about depopulation. Well, what that says to me, when people have appointed themselves Uh, the deciders of who lives and who dies and whether we need to reduce the population, if that's true. And I don't know if you've written on that. Well, there's another word for that. It's called genocide, isn't it? Uh, Is, does Uh, that figure in? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they've made it pretty clear that they would like the population to be reduced by any means necessary. Part of the whole global warming propaganda's insistence, your children are going to die. It's best not to even bring them into the world. Uh, you know, of course, they open the borders to everybody who wants to come in. So they claim that uh, we're suffering from too much population. We've got too many people, yet they're happy to have a million people, two million people, three million people show up a day. So, again, this is what we've been saying. They're uh, completely inconsistent. Their arguments are completely dishonest, but this is the way the game is played. Yeah, and one of the ways to get rid of uh, they they get uh, away with that kind of inconsistent argument, <laughs> I know this seems awfully as simple as they don't care. You know, it's only 
intellectually honest people that care about being intellectually honest, about not being hypocrites. They don't seem to care. And it's almost an in-your-face, yeah, we don't care that that we just contradicted ourselves. That was last Thursday. This is today. Um, In our last couple minutes together, Daniel Greenfield, and I told everybody where they can find you and follow you always. All you got to do is duck, duck, go Daniel Greenfield, and you will be able to find his a plethora of articles. If (laughs) you could give advice, because, you know, strong, healthy people don't run around telling other people what to do. But for those of us who truly are disturbed and worried about the direction our country is going, and they say things to you like, you know, uh, I'm only one person. What can I do? This stuff is being done against my will. I don't want to. They're governing against the will of the people. Uh, Give us one last little shot in the arm as to what every individual can do in your mind. The first thing you can do is, first of all, know the truth in your own mind. That seems very basic, but it's important because they want to break you. They want to hammer you down. They want to create this illusion that everybody else disagrees with you, and they do it by silencing everybody else. The reality is, actually, we are the majority. Most people actually do know what the truth is. They're taught that um, it's not the truth. They're taught that the majority disagrees with them, and they're taught that there's no point in doing anything and just give up. It's important to remember that. Second thing it's important to remember is evil ultimately destroys itself. What we are actually doing is helping the left destroy itself. We ourselves don't need to completely defeat and wage war against the left. What we need to do is help them go down. You know, uh, throughout history, they always defeat themselves in time because evil destroys itself. And, you know, we believe that there is a higher power, a God who is going to defeat this evil as he has defeated every evil in the past. It is important for us to be there to be on the right side, to, and, you know, that whether that's in conversations with the people around us, whether it's coming to a school board meeting, even the smallest things we do, uh, the products we buy, um, the messages that we send, Daniel, all that Daniel, we have to wrap up this difference. show. I am so sorry to interrupt you. Uh, evil eventually defeats itself. Feel confident in that thought. I'm so glad to have uh, Daniel join us this time around. Join us again for Spouting Off.